Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. Welcome in to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad to see you guys. And we're still on, I don't know if you want to call it commitment watch because I, I, I don't know where they're going, but everybody is very laser focused on the two Southern Cal transfers and where they are going to end up. Will it be Ole Miss? Will it be Oklahoma? Will it be somewhere else that we're not aware of? I don't know, honestly. I have no idea. I will tell you, though, that if you are trying to read into something that they have put on social media, I would encourage you not to do that always in perpetuity. Never, unless it's a straight-up commitment, ever read into what an athlete puts on social media, especially when they do something like in this case, they put Oklahoma pictures out there the same day they tweet about Lane Kiffin. So when they do both, don't read into any of it. I did see some people, though, that cover Oklahoma, or at least one person that covers Oklahoma, that I am very convinced uh, said that Oklahoma now has all the momentum, and I'm fairly confident he only said that because of the tweets. Otherwise, I don't think anybody really knows where they're going to end up until they actually announce where they're going to end up. In the meantime, until that happens, we're going to talk about some other stuff that is going on. So I'm on Commitment Watch. I'll give you, I guess, an episode of this after they announce one way or the other. I may not if they don't end up at Ole Miss. Maybe I'll just kind of, you know, let that news be it. If they don't go to Ole Miss, I don't know how much there is to talk about. I'll probably end up still doing this, though. one way or the other. But we got some other things to talk about today. Got some other things to talk about today. Forgive me for that. A little pause there. Uh, First of all, Lane Kiffin's staff has finally been announced, by the way. They take forever. (laughs) They take forever to announce that. But the staff has uh, officially been announced. Uh, Charlie Weiss Jr., co-offensive coordinator and quarterbacks. And that co-thing will be cleared up later on, according to the release. My guess is that John David Baker uh, will get that title if Dart and Trigg slash when Dart and Trigg commit to Ole Miss. We'll see. I I don't know. That's just my guess without actually knowing uh, anything. Chris Kiffin was officially announced as co-defensive coordinator and linebackers coach, which is it's interesting because he's been a defensive line guy when he was at Ole Miss and in the NFL. But Randall Joyner, honestly, I think did a fantastic job with Sam Williams And the rest of the defensive line did a great job this season. That defensive line, considering the personnel and running a three-man front, was really well coached, I think. I mean, you know, take my untrained eye for what it's worth. But I I think they actually performed really well as the season went on. He did a great job with Sam Williams. I think he's a really good coach. And so keeping him there does make sense, despite Chris Kiffin's background. So he's officially announced as co-DC and linebackers coach Nick Savage was uh, announced as the strength and conditioning coach. Again, these are all things that you already knew was happening, but they announced them finally all together. Uh, Savage and Weiss Jr. have been working for the program for quite some time now. Apparently, Chris Kiffin is getting that started or or has gotten that started this week. And um, yeah, so those three. And then Markwell Blackwell. 
Markwell Blackwell, again, a guy that we talked about recently as well, has been formally announced as the running backs coach at Ole Miss. For what it's worth, he's also already been on the job because there was a picture of him and the signee Quinshawn Junkins. And uh, there was some worry that after losing Kevin Smith, you might lose the commitment or the signature of Judkins. That apparently is not the case because they had a visit and after. I just told you not to read into tweets, but this is pretty direct. Judkins put on Twitter a picture of his family and him and said hotty toddy and whatever. So it seems like that was his first assignment as the new running backs coach to make sure everything was good with their one high school signing at the position. And apparently that has worked out just fine. So the three staff members have finally formally been announced with Weiss Jr. and Blackwell and Chris Kiffin and then your new strength and conditioning coach all at the same time. People do ask, you know, what's why not Partridge? Well, because Partridge, there's nothing to announce. He's already been staff and his title technically did not change, although uh, the assumption is he's getting more money and will also be calling the defense this time. But what is there to announce? Chris Partridge, the co-defensive coordinator, is still on staff and the co-defensive coordinator. Not a whole lot to announce there. So either way, that's news out there. Those guys formally, officially announced as the new staff members at Ole Miss. The only real interesting piece of it, to me, because we already knew, was the fact that Kiffin is going to be the linebackers coach instead of um, defensive line and moving joiner. So that's uh, that's something at least interesting. Uh, but otherwise, we already knew this was coming. The podcast, by the way, is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for office technology anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, anywhere in the state, ABS can service you. So if you're in the market for copiers and printers and mail machines to phone systems and cloud storage and data security, if it's technology, if it's in the office, Advantage Business Systems has you covered anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi. So you give them a budget and they will work with you, and they'll give you a complimentary assessment. Just tell them I sent you. The podcast is also brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. Go by and see Greg and tell him that I sent you. This is the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. So if you're in the market for meat, go to LBs Meat Market just across from Kroger on University Avenue. They also have daily lunch specials. Those are Monday through Friday, but they're open every day. So if you want to do some last-minute weekend grilling, LBs is open, and they will have you covered. LB's me, just across from Kroger on University Avenue, the best place in Mississippi to get it. So there's the news about the staff. Again, not really news. They just actually finally announced their existence. We are still, still waiting on the, the Dart and Trig commitments. Uh, I, I know there is a lot of people that were worked up, worked up Monday night uh, about a particular radio interview that happened. Uh I made some comments about it uh, on the live stream this morning, and I will put those at the end of the podcast for you, um, for whatever they're worth. I, hes- I hesitate to do it, honestly, but I feel like you know if I'm talking about Ole Miss and Ole Miss fans were all hot and bothered about something related to Ole Miss, I guess I need to address it. So that'll be at the end here. But for now, until we get an answer one way or the other, let's talk about an actual portal commitment that happened to Ole Miss yesterday. And that was Mason Brooks, the coveted offensive tackle from Western Kentucky. He committed to Ole Miss yesterday. He was a hot commodity. 
it, it was a guy that I know that they really wanted, obviously, if they got him. But he, he was coveted to, to make that jump to the Power 5 level. A lot of people wanted him. He was first-team All-Conference USA this season for whatever that may be worth to you. And he committed to Ole Miss yesterday. That will really help solve some of the issues on the offensive line for Ole Miss. And the presumption is, at least people that know better than me have said that the logical step here is for him to slide into play right tackle. You move right tackle to left. Okay, so you move right tackle to left. Brooks plays right, and Nick Broker, who announced that he's returning to Ole Miss, by the way, uh, will slide in and play guard because his NFL future, if he's got one, will not be at tackle but will more likely be at guard. So if, uh, if the presumption is the correct one, Uh, That's a big get for Ole Miss. You can do some shuffling on the offensive line. Broker returning is a big deal, but that adds some talent and some experience, and a bunch of Power 5 teams wanted that guy, and him going to Ole Miss is a very, very big deal. So uh, nice pickup for for Lane Kiffin. Um, And, oh, hold on. That's uh, that's Richard Cross calling me. Guess what? I'm going to decline this call. Ready? Boom. Done. Sorry, Richard. <laughs> anyway, um, done a really good job on uh, an offensive line recruiting, by the way. So there was a big controversy in the spring about, you know, do you move on from your offensive line coach? Was it a bad idea? You bring in this young guy in his 20s from Gardner-Webb, and nobody really knows who he is, and that position's been recruited quite well, and now you get a couple of of guys from the portal, and boom, off and running. So Mason Brooks, the offensive tackle from Western Kentucky, has committed to Ole Miss, continuing to build on what is a really impressive transfer portal class. So there you go. All right, here that is now. Here's that audio. This will end the podcast. That audio from uh, my live stream this morning talking about the uh, Lane Kiffin's decision to recruit Jackson Dart and how there was a dissenting opinion about that. That was expressed on a radio show. Somebody asked me to, to talk about it on on uh, on my live stream. I, I don't necessarily want to build an audience out of like calling people out, so I'm not even going to use specific names. I'll just address the, the conversation. So that's coming to you right now. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in as always. So here are my thoughts on the uh, the controversy, if you will about Lane Kiffin choosing to recruit Jackson Dart and what that means for Luke Altmeyer. So that will uh, end the podcast. Thank you for tuning in, as you always do. I appreciate you, and uh, I'll talk to you guys whenever we get an answer from Dart and Trick. So thank you, and uh, I'll talk to you again whenever that happens. No news yet. I saw some people get all up in a tizzy for two different reasons, but one, about the way They've been uh, they've been tweeting and Instagramming or whatever. Here's what I will tell you. Here's my advice to you: Do not ever, ever, unless it's a commitment, put stock into what a high school kid or even a college kid that's doing the transfer portal recruiting thing, what they do on Instagram or Twitter. Don't even put. I wouldn't put any stock into that. So yeah, Jackson Dart tweeted pictures of his visit to Oklahoma yesterday. Like he did do that. He also tweeted that picture of him and Lane Kiffin also yesterday. So, you know, I've I've seen some people that cover Oklahoma that have interpreted that as Oklahoma now has the momentum, uh, whatever that means. 
that's ridiculous. Do not at all try to read into what college kids and high school kids are saying on social media. I can't tell you the number of times that I have been asked something after like a, a player tweets, you know, something that you could interpret it as like they're transferring out or whatever. And then you come to find out like his girlfriend broke up with him or something. Just, I, I wouldn't read into stuff like that. Uh, could he end up at Oklahoma? Sure. He could, but it's not him tweeting pictures of he and Jeff Lebby in, in himself in an Oklahoma uniform. The same day he also, tweeted about Lane Kiffin is, you know, that's all you need to know. He did both, so don't read into it whatsoever. Um, I also heard what uh, what a lot of people are upset about yesterday, a particular radio interview that happened, and a lot of people are bothered by what was said in uh, in that particular radio interview about Luke Altmeyer and quarterback recruiting and stuff at Ole Miss. And um I had somebody ask me to talk about it on on this. Uh, we probably won't on the radio show this afternoon. Uh, it just I, I probably shouldn't hear honestly because there was clearly from 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 both sides some emotions tied up into that conversation, and th- that doesn't necessarily need to be something that I reply to. But in case you are somebody that thinks like that, that's about as specific as I'm willing to get. I don't like to to call people out on here. That's not how I want to build an audience. Point is. If you are one of those people that thinks that Lane Kiffin should not be recruiting Jackson Dart because what it might do to the feelings of Luke Altmeyer, let me tell you that this is big boy football. This is the SEC. And while Luke Altmeyer is really talented, Matt Corral has said he expects Luke Altmeyer to be to end up being a great player. So has Jeff Lebby. Um, but this is the SEC. And Luke Altmeyer has proven nothing. I think his performance in the Sugar Bowl was really good considering the circumstances and all that. You guys heard me talk about it. I thought he, I thought he was great considering what he was thrown into, his experience level, his age, and the team he was playing against. I thought he performed admirably. I think there's a chance that he can be a really good SEC quarterback. I do. But he hasn't proven anything at all yet. Nothing. and. Right now, Ole Miss only has two scholarship quarterbacks on roster anyway. That's all they got. And it's possible they've only got one if the rumors are true, which who knows. As a head coach in the SEC, you cannot, you cannot avoid or not, you cannot not, you can't think about the feelings of an unproven player currently on your roster when you're considering adding talent, Jackson Dart is an extremely talented quarterback. He's got raw ability, man, through the roof. He has more experience, not much, but more experience than Luke Altmeyer. And he's extremely talented. If you can sign a player like that, you sign a player like that. And if it hurts Luke Altmeyer's feelings, then he's not cut out for the SEC anyway. The, the the idea that Lane Kiffin should not recruit Jackson Dart, that that he should stop recruiting an extremely talented quarterback because it might hurt the feelings of his one current, also talented, 
unproven quarterback is, is a bit ridiculous to me. Uh, that that's honestly that's a non-starter. That that is truthfully a very small way of thinking. Because ask yourself this: Would Nick Saban not bring in an extremely talented player because it might hurt the feelings of a current unproven? while also talented player. No, no, he wouldn't do that, right? Um, <laughs> what school is not adding quarterbacks to their roster on a basically annual basis? That's what you should be doing. You can't go into a season with two scholarship quarterbacks anyway. And if Jackson Dart comes in and Luke Altmaier transfers out before they even have spring practice or even after spring before a starter's name, then he wasn't cut out for the SEC anyway. This is great for both of them because I don't, I don't think that Jackson Dart's going to come in and be named the starter right away. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if, 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 if Ole Miss signs him that a starter's not named between the two of them until game week. So you've got all spring, all summer and fall camp to prove that you are the guy. And if you run from that, you're not cut out for the SEC anyway. And criticizing Lane Kiffin for recruiting an uber-talented quarterback because you have an unproven one already on roster, it's a goofy concept. Nick Saban would never think about something like that. Brian Kelly wouldn't do it. Jimbo Fisher wouldn't do it. Kirby Smart wouldn't do it. Hell, you, you know Brian Harson's not doing it. He's brought in two transfer quarterbacks. Your goal as a head coach is to win. And if at the quarterback position you can bring in a guy as talented as Jackson Dart, you have to do it if you can do it. This is, again, the SEC, where wins matter above all else. And you sure as hell can't go into a season with two scholarship quarterbacks on your roster. The, the, the one at this moment that is currently on roster that would be the starter is completely and totally unproven. You can't take that risk. Nick Saban wouldn't do that. Kirby Smart wouldn't do that. So why should Lane Kiffin? A Super Talk Mississippi media production.